Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Busy Making Other Plans. I am recording live from the studio, and by studio, I mean my bedroom, coffee in hand in true Ashley fashion. Currently, there is a shitstorm on the ground. I live on top of the Gardner Expressway, and for some reason, everyone has forgotten how to drive. This always happens whenever it starts snowing. Like, everyone forgets how to use proper caution. And anyway, so there's a bunch of cars honking down there. I have a really bad migraine, and yet, despite all of that... I am here today to deliver the very first episode of Busy Making Other Plans. Now your first reaction might be, Ashley, that's so rude. I hate when people ditch plans when they find something better. And to tell you the truth, I hate that too. That's happened to me a lot growing up. But that's not what my title is about at all. It's actually from the quote, Life happens when you're busy making other plans. Perhaps you heard it in the princess switch, because that's where I heard it. And I loved it because I thought it was so fitting for what I wanted this podcast to be about. You know, growing up, I was a really big overachiever and I overplanned. It was always about reaching the next goal and doing the next thing. And it's great to have these milestones that you hit, but life is what happens in between those milestones. And sometimes I would forget that and that is something no one should lose sight of. And so this podcast is really about all that stuff in between your milestones that's happening in your life and just kind of going through it together. Now, before I get into it, I need to start with a little introduction. My name is Ashley. Wow, I don't know why I sounded like a dork there. My name's Ashley, and I am the head bitch in charge and creator of this podcast. I will be hosting every week with some occasional guests who I think would be very insightful and definitely contribute where I cannot. Now, I like to think this podcast is going to be about navigating life in your 20s, but let's be real, this could be very relevant to anyone at any age. Everything is in scope, from saving for your first house to why the guy you hook up with doesn't text you anymore. So you can see nothing is off limits, and it really provides me with the ability to entertain you with different content every single week. I realized this wasn't much of an introduction because all you really got was my name, so let me start over. I am a recent graduate of McMaster University in Hamilton, and let me start by saying that I always assumed that after graduation, I would just move downtown. I had a job lined up that I currently work at now, and it just made the most sense because I didn't want to commute from Ajax, which is where I'm originally from, and I just was always really independent, so it would be weird for me to move back with my parents. But here's the thing, I started losing sight of that vision because I was in a long-term relationship and so moving on my own didn't seem right unless I was doing it with that person and at the time that just wasn't a thing that was going to happen. And it wasn't until February when I went through a breakup that my now roommate Morgan sort of swooped right in and was like, hey, do you want to live with me? Now, she already lived downtown, but she wanted to move in with someone else, that other person being me. And I was hesitant at first because I was like, wow, like this is really going to happen. It's going to cost me a lot of money. But I also knew that this was what was best for me, and I knew that I would be happy there. So fast forward, COVID happened, everyone's in lockdown, and yet Morgan and I are still going to move into this new apartment for June 1st. 
obviously I assumed I would be going back to the office by September, so moving in June 1st was no problem for me. I'll just work from home. That never really happened. We are just permanently working from home until God knows when. But I can honestly say that moving to Toronto was the best decision of my life so far because I have had so many experiences and met so many great people and just gone through a lot of personal development that I don't know I would have had if I still lived with my mom or dad. Also, I'm really young, so this is the time where I can have some fun and maybe make some mistakes because I have all this time to fix them. Uh, that's actually really bad advice, but it just seemed right because worst case scenario, I run out of money, I can just move back in with my parents. Am I right? Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm actually really good at budgeting, so that probably won't happen. So yeah, here I am, working my regular nine to five by day and exploiting my life with a touch of wisdom by night. All right, you guys have had enough of me introducing myself. We need to jump right into it. And the topic of today's podcast is how to live in Toronto on a budget. To be honest, this is less of a budget and more money-saving tips, but I think this is really useful if you wanna know how you can maintain your current lifestyle without having to sacrifice too much. We all know Toronto is expensive, but if you're really good at budgeting your money, you can actually live a really good life. And I think everyone should get a chance to live here if they really want to, because it's a lot of fun. All right, I'm going to break this up into four categories. Living, eating, commuting, and entertainment. Now, let's start off with living. The first thing I want to say is COVID really did a number on rental prices in the city. And it's to our benefit as renters because the price dropped so much. Like when Morgan and I first signed our lease, we thought we were getting a really good price because the market price of this place a few months ago would have been at least a couple hundred higher. Now the price has really dropped and we were actually very lucky we got to negotiate our rent a little bit lower. Not every landlord would do that, but ours did. So shout out Hoda, you rock, don't ever change. First things first, get roommates. One, two, three, doesn't really matter. It will be much cheaper if you have a roommate because you'll be able to share living expenses such as internet, utilities, maybe even groceries. So I would first find some friends who want to live in the city and can do that with you. It's also important to keep in mind that these people should have similar living habits as you because a messy person will inevitably drive the clean person insane. Morgan and I are very clean people. She finds washing the dishes soothing. I organize the shit out of everything. Seriously, guys, I will make sure the couch is aligned with the end of the carpet or else nothing is right in the world. So yeah, it works out. Try to look for a place from 1100 to 1200 per room. This will guarantee you get a decent place. And actually during COVID times, you'll get a really nice place. And this is assuming you will have one or two roommates living with you. I'm going to outline three neighborhoods that you should look at. Of course, there are many neighborhoods in Toronto and you can find a place in your price point almost anywhere. But I really wanted to leave you with these three just to start. Number one being Little Italy. And the reason I say Little Italy is because there are a lot of houses in that area. So if you're someone who wants to have three or four roommates, then you will definitely be able to find a place that has four bedrooms. 
And as an added bonus, you are right off of College Street, so you're close to TTC, and there are a lot of restaurants and bars on that street, so you won't be bored. Actually, my roommate's brother had said that one time him and an ex-girlfriend tried checking out a new coffee shop every single time they went out, and it took about three weeks to get through everyone in the area. You're also right by Trinity Bellwood, so if you're more of a nature person or are just a hipster, then this might be your place. Next is City Place. Now City Place, <laughs> Morgan and I joke that it is basically a professional campus. It's full of people who graduated from university but didn't want the party to end, so they collectively moved to City Place. And it's great, honestly. If you want to be around people your age, then that is totally a great location. And they actually have Canoe Landing, which is a park with turf that everyone works out in. So if you're someone who wants to get your exercise in while socializing, then this would be a really good spot. And it's really close to the harbor front. So if you want to go for a walk in the summer or you just love living near the water, then this would be your ideal location. And the last place I'm going to call out is... The waterfront communities. Now this is where I live and I absolutely love it. I love looking at the water from our living room and our bedrooms and you're gonna find a lot of affordable condos in this area because there's just so many. It's great. You're really close to Union Station so if you need to hop on the subway then that's a really great option for you. I know I would if I was going into the office and if you work in the financial district then this is great because it's walking distance. And honestly, part of the appeal to me was that I came for the skyscrapers and the hustle and bustle. So to me, living near the financial district, but still close enough to the water was a huge selling point. I want to move on now to eating. And I think I'm going to skip the part where you go to restaurants and split the appetizers because you already know that. And let's just talk about groceries. Now, I highly recommend going to Costco. But if you don't have a Costco membership, then worry not because you can order Costco groceries from Instacart, which is a service I highly recommend. It's great if you don't have a car. They bring your groceries to you. It's only about $10 to $12, which includes service fee and tip and gives you access to grocery stores that you don't have nearby, like Costco. So anyways, the reason I'm saying Costco is because you can easily split your grocery haul with your roommates and it makes it that much cheaper because Costco sells groceries in bulk. So if you're worried that you wouldn't be able to eat all those groceries alone, fear not, split those groceries with your household. Or if you're someone like me who likes to not go to the grocery store all the time, I will just do a grocery haul at Costco and then I will just make sure I section off my food, ration it, is that what it's called? Ration my food so that I have it for the weeks to come. It's honestly so much cheaper than going grocery shopping every single week at your local Longos or Loblaws, so please do that. Now if you're going out to get food, what I would say is Try to find those hole-in-the-wall places, and I don't mean that in a mean way, I just mean like those places that are hidden gems that have really delicious food, but they don't hold that King Street West price tag. Kensington Market has a lot of those, so that's a really good neighborhood for you to check out for food. The last tip I'll give you on eating is actually about drinking, and it's stop buying coffee outside. I am so guilty of this and I really have no excuse because I have four different methods of making coffee at home and I will still go to Starbucks to grab a coffee. 
I don't even get a fancy drink. Like I just get a dark roast coffee. So I could make that at home. Just make it a habit of putting your coffee in a travel mug. If you need a really good one, then I suggest getting the Yeti mug. It keeps your drink warm for hours. I love it. I stand by it. And it'll save you $60 to $90 a month. All right, moving on to commuting. We don't really have to do a whole lot of that these days unless you're an essential worker. And if you are, then thank you because you are working overtime just to keep us safe and I respect that. If you are living in Toronto, you're at least at one point going to use the TTC, which encompasses the bus, subway, and streetcar transit system. It is awesome. It gets you from point A to B. You can go anywhere in the city. I know sometimes it can be slow. There can be delays. You maybe don't want to be around so many people, but it does its job. So I highly recommend using it when it's not a pandemic. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. The next thing I will say that's really great in the summer is the bike share system in Toronto. You'll see these green stations all around the city and you just need to sign into the app and purchase a ride or a day pass. A day pass is about $7 and you can just ride to basically anywhere because there are stations all across the city. It's great if you want to be outdoors, you want to be active and honestly I do it for leisure. They have free ride Wednesdays so that would be the time for you to try it out. And to save money, stop using Ubers. I know it's easy, you're lazy, but honestly the TTC gets you everywhere. And if I didn't mention it before, the TTC is only $3.25 a ride. And if you do two rides or more within a two hour time frame, you're only charged that one fare. So get used to using the bus and using the subway and not taking an Uber everywhere because it will save you so much money. I've said what I had to say about transit. So now we can move on to the most important category, which is entertainment. Now living in Toronto while the city is in lockdown, it's been hard, I'm not gonna lie to you. But Morgan and I have been really good this far at entertaining ourselves. And I think this speaks volumes to the fact that her and I are very amusing people, or maybe just very easily entertained, which I mean, isn't a bad thing in this case. So you're new to the city, you wanna do something, the first thing you do is download the Eventbrite app. Now, if you don't know, this app is where you can find activities and events that are happening in your neighborhood. So all you have to do is log on and you're gonna see all the activities happening on a specific day or that week. And this is a really great idea if you don't know what to do or if you're just trying to make friends. So for instance, Morgan and I, we really like yoga. So if we go to the Eventbrite app, we're gonna see what yoga classes are happening that week or in our neighborhood. You can filter it out however you want. And it's a really great way to make friends. And the good news is a lot of these events are free, but if they're not, then it's not on the pricey side. Another really great idea to hang out with friends on a budget is having a potluck because that way you guys can make your own dishes and you can bring them to whoever's hosting. And it gives you a chance to socialize without having to go for dinner and spend money. And it's a lot of fun. If you want, you can even throw some board games in there because board game nights are also a lot of fun. I recently have got into board games and I'm a really competitive person so you'll see a different side of me but it's a lot of fun. This one I just wanted to throw in there because I thought it was really funny and partially true in my life but if you want to have fun be friends with an influencer because they're always getting invited to free events and you can just tag along with them. <laughs> 
and that's probably why I had so much fun this summer. Uh, shout out Morgan. You're great. Keep doing your thing. And I'm just going to keep tagging along. Oh, and also fitness is an activity. It's a way to entertain yourself and you can do this with a friend. I recently started a boxing class with my best friend and I go two or three times a week. It is so fun. You get to meet new people. You get to have a really good workout and I just love having that community now and being able to see myself develop every single week. So maybe you're not an athletic person. Well, now's the time to do that. And there are so many activities for so many different people in this city. So you are bound to find something you like. And I'll add that a lot of these activities come at a really low price point because you're not going to a gym. So for me, for instance, this boxing class is only $10 a class, which is so much cheaper than paying $150 for a boxing gym. I budget about $80 a month on boxing, which is $40 cheaper than the gym I was paying for back home. I will add, if you are someone who needs to use a gym, consider living in a condo because the gym in your building is free. So you get to save in that area. A quote I always think about is what gets measured gets managed. So being able to tell myself this is how much I'm spending on fitness every month, well now I can put that into my budget. As a bonus segment, I decided to talk about furniture. Now I'm going to keep this short and sweet. If you want affordable furniture that's aesthetically pleasing, hit up Structube. Structube has such amazing furniture. It's comfortable. It's made with good quality. And sometimes it's lower than Ikea, actually. Oftentimes it's lower than Ikea. So please check that out if you're looking to move and need to furnish your apartment or house. And another great option to look at is Facebook Marketplace because you'll find items that are gently used and are lower than sticker price in store. So if you're comfortable with the secondhand use, then go ahead, knock yourselves out. I've seen some stools that I would see at Structube for $99 and they're on Marketplace for $60. So hell yeah, I want those. Well, guys, we have finally reached the end of my first podcast. Wow, how weird is that? That is so great, and I do plan on releasing a new episode every Tuesday. I know it's quite a commitment, but it is something that I really want to do for you. In the future, I do want to hold an Ask Ashley segment, so if you have any questions for me about anything, just DM me on Instagram, and you will be anonymous, and stay tuned for that. On that note, my Instagram handle is Ashley Tabatabae, T-A-B-A, another T-A-B-A-E-I. You have no idea how many times I have to do that in my life, but it is what it is. If you don't know, Kris Jenner is not my mom. Uh, I don't have a PR manager, so please spread the word, and hopefully I can deliver content that you guys really love. So thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Busy Making Other Plans, and see you next Tuesday. Yeah.